in the know for Tuesday, August 25, the 238th day of 2020. There are 128 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. The governor says he won't be the bearer of bad news when it comes to high school sports. The water cooler question returns. We will have uh, day number whatever it is of Where's Quacky, day number 12, and we'll have snack time. That's important. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini-burger fortune. She's Vera Lang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. Try it again. Hey. How's Misty? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, okay. You you get some schooling with the youngsters, correct? You go yes. to school with yes. younger people. Yes, I do go to school and, with younger uh, people. And do you yeah. do you get on America with them and try to teach them the error of their ways? Sometimes I have a couple times. Okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, the, here's what you need to do next: uh, Young people think ending sentences with a period is hostile. They think that if you send them a text message or you read or a sentence to them in an email, that if you use a period at the end, you're being hostile toward them. What's an exclamation point do to them? Like <laughs> oh, mind send, blown? Sends them over the edge. They can't. You know what happens when you use an exclamation point? They can't even. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I don't have to get on America because most of my classmates are military. Oh, yeah. They, they handle it. They've they, already they got on America. Yeah, they're all over America. Beads is on assignment today, so calling out to the bullpen. The name's Yukon Cornelius, the greatest You may know him as Yukon Cornelius. You're looking at a mighty humble bumble. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook of Litchfield, Kentucky. Worship and discipleship minister at First Baptist Church, Litchfield. Morning, Yukon. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be back. You haven't been here in uh, uh, in like a whole week. Yeah, no, since last Tuesday. <laughs> of course, we didn't. Uh, well, we didn't interact on the show. That's true. I was in the building. You were in the building. Our paths crossed, but not not um, from a show standpoint. Yeah, I took it personally, but that's fine. My apologies to you. I'll make it up to you. I'll make it up to you somehow. Um, I one thing that you did share with me last Tuesday that I feel is worthy of sharing with uh, the audience as you know we get back to school and kind of get into a routine yeah is that i really admire the parenting style of dennis and sarah cook mm-hmm. because what they chose to do was of all the options for schooling they picked one for each kid yep. so they could say well we were right <laughs> we, we, were, we did the right thing That's i right. mean sure the others maybe not so right. good but at least it, with one kid we got we got it right yeah Hey, so, I think it's a brilliant move. We're too. just buying all the pieces of Monopoly we can buy on the board, and just hopefully somebody's going to land on one. <laughs> That's all you can do in parenting is let's, really? let's pick all the doors. Own all the squares. Yes. That's the name of <laughs> the game. Real estate. <laughs> own, own all the squares. So um, we have a senior in high school today, uh, starting today. Uh, Anna is on a slightly different school schedule than uh-huh. uh, a lot of other students, and so she doesn't go to school on Mondays, and now she's a hybrid student because she has classes at ECTC. But first day first day of uh, senior year of high school, here we are, and we have a tradition in our house 
that we have this uh, Narragansett crabapple tree in the front yard that has grown over the years. And as it as the children get bigger, then the tree gets bigger, and so the symbolism of the two together. So. The first day of senior year, you must have the photo yes. with the tree as you return to school. So I'd like to share with those of you that are watching, I'd mm -hmm. like to share uh, the photo that I took this morning, the 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 symbolism of the photo. That, there mm -hmm. it is. That yep, beautiful Ooh. tree. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What, now it's, impressive first day of school it photo. Is. It, it's very good. Now, you, you take the first day photo at about the same time every year. Same time every yep. year, right. Mm -hmm. We're departing for school, yes. Yep. Yep. But as al it's almost poetic in the sense that uh, this year our child doesn't appear in the photo mm -hmm. because she would have had to have uh, awakened yeah. before 7, 10 a.m. in order to appear in the photo in order to be at school on time. Yeah. So let the record yeah, reflect. Yeah, I do yeah. have the first day of senior year photo. <laughs> you did your part. From our front yard. Yes. But she does not appear in yeah. it because, well... She's on pandemic time. She is still living on pandemic time. Yeah. Living on Rona yeah. time. Yeah. Kind of like that classic living on Tulsa time yeah. song. It's yeah. living. She's living on Rona, Rona time. But time. Um, it was one of those things, though, that I could tell best just not to say too much because probably self-punishment was enough oh. in that regard. Plus, you know, when you hurry, you're more likely to speed or you're more yeah. likely, you know, so just yeah. all right, just... Let's do better tomorrow. <laughs> try again. <laughs> Let, let's just try. Yes, in the in the sage wisdom of the baby yes. of the family. Yes. Try again. Try again. Just, we'll just try. Yes. I again. sense Photoshop coming. So <laughs> she she grumbled and said, "I'll just have somebody at school take it." <laughs> like, not with the tree Unless you want. You with the tree. <laughs> not with not not, the same. not with the the tree. Uh, sunny, hot, and humid today. Humid, mainly dry, with highs in the lower 90s between uh, uh, now through tomorrow. Uh, we'll see mostly sunny and hot, high of 93, mostly clear, 73 tonight, mostly sunny and hot, and 93 for tomorrow. Then we'll have uh, the remnants of Laura moving through the area late in the week and into the weekend. The tropical storm, Laura, did get upgraded to Hurricane Laura about an hour and a half ago. I did think it was funny that... There was a petition. I'm for the most part. I don't like these change.org petitions, but this one did make me laugh. That there was a petition circulating to change the name of uh, Storm Laura, Hurricane Laura, to Hurricane Polo, so that we would have had Marco and Polo I, I, right there, the one-two punch. In I will the, sign that. Can I get that sent to me? Did you sign it? <laughs> I I did not. Okay. Um, just because I ran out of time. <laughs> I also feel like I'd like to I'd like to maintain plausible deniability about change.org if I can continue to complain about it if I've never participated in it. If that's true. <laughs> yeah. so, I don't complain makes... about it, but I would like to sign the, the polo one, please. Mm -hmm. Well, of course I as you all know, I get a lot of Marco Polo jokes. Yeah. I have historically because of my yeah. given name. So now you got it. Uh the RNC? Did you watch any of the RNC last night? I had class. I had I, something else. <laughs> something else. <laughs> Three kids first first day of school. Oh yeah, ran all day long. We don't have enough time for that story. <laughs> so my uh, my lab this week. Speaking of back to school, I'm doing a lab where I'm comparing side by side photos of Nora O'Donnell oh, on CBS right. yes. News, and I'm going to throw Gail King on that as well. 
because I could just tell the exuberance mm-hmm. with which they went about their work last week. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> you know, like they were doing a number from Greece. <laughs> and last night, Nora O'Donnell, she looked like she had smelled a toot. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it the same effort on both sides, please. 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 Nikki Haley did a good job. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. spoke kind of ra- – he was later in the night. Donald, Jump- Donald J. Trump Jr., DJ TJ. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I, I, like it. I went I like out it. there like, is that what it – oh, yeah, that is it. <laughs> Chased um, it and caught gave it. Us, gave us a glimpse into what a tantrum would have looked like when he was a child. Oh. There was a lot of lot of double fists at the yeah. same time. You know, listen, I'm a person – I use my hands a lot, right? Yeah. So I'm not talking about using hands. But his were more – Body language than they, they were language. Uh, Dennis, you know, it was almost like he had a click track yes. on his movements. He was he was the drum major. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, oh, let's do the double down on yes. the fist, and then let's do the rock'em sock'em robots. <laughs> Thought <laughs> there will be memes coming. That's what yes. you're saying. Yes. I was looking at it, and I said Saturday Night Live would be all over this. <laughs> oh, uh, fantastic! Night. But we'll see some Kentuckians appearing on the RNC. Including our Attorney General Daniel Cameron will be on during the 10 o'clock hour tonight. Uh, we'll have Rand Paul later in the week, and Leader McConnell will appear on Thursday. So, yeah, you should go back if you get a chance to watch the Trump Jr. speech, oh, and you'll you see now. immediately what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, and I, I wasn't looking for it. Like I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't looking for a bit. So I just, you know. <laughs> It's, he found you anyway. Yeah, Dennis, what I want you to do is look for the Rock'em Sock'em Robot. Okay. Moment. You'll see it in there that he didn't go as far as the Hungry Hungry Hippos move. Yeah. No, that's But yeah. he did go the Rock'em You don't do robot. that the first night. <laughs> no, no, that's Thursday night. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I might put some bad lip reading to this one as well. <laughs> Please do. The governor issued new numbers yesterday, uh, 373 new coronavirus cases. 68 of the new cases were 18 uh, years and under. 4.77% positivity rate, so that dropped again from the previous day, so that's good. 822,904 tests have been administered. The White House Task Force, Coronavirus Task Force, is uh, giving updated numbers on Kentucky. Overall for the report, Saturday, August 8th through Friday, August 14th, showed 63 of Kentucky's 120 counties in one of the two danger zones either in a red zone or in a yellow zone, I will tell you that Grayson County is in the yellow zone. Not in the top 12 of the yellow zone, but Grayson County is technically in the yellow zone. And uh, you can read that further. I know the uh, AP has an article. Kentucky Health News has an article. My eyes sort of went cross-eyed in trying to read because we're getting so much conflicting. Oh, my gosh. If you're in a red zone, then your bars need to close. And if you're in a red zone, then your restaurants can't have in-person seating. But if you're in a yellow zone and you stand on your right foot mm-hmm. and the yeah. wind's blowing out of the southwest, then you can have Mississippi mud pie. How fast I don't know how all those going. things came together. Sounds like it's worth it to me. Yes, it is. <laughs> right? So I just, yeah. as with a lot right of things, your mileage may vary. <laughs> The governor, after the Let Them Play rally yesterday in Frankfurt, uh, keeping high school sports 
as part of the conversation. The you uh, the uh, let them play group rallying at the Capitol yesterday, and then it did make its way into the briefing. The governor said he will not overturn the start date set by the KHSAA's board of control. In the announcement of his decision yesterday, he said, we're not going to overturn the decision, and it's not because I think it's a good decision or a wise decision. So he is setting up what I've been saying for a couple of weeks, is if if you have listened in on the KHSAA's Board of Control meetings, you've watched their actions. They have been very determined not to be the bearer of the bad news. Mm -hmm. They are deferring to someone else. We're going to make someone else tell you you can't play it's not going to be us Mm -hmm. and the governor says i'm calling your bluff so there's a political game of chicken Mm -hmm. going on and he even admitted what is happening yesterday he said uh when asked by someone why he won't step in he said at some point every decision can't be made by the governor If we're truly going to beat this virus, we need people throughout Kentucky making good, responsible decisions for those around them. Translation, you're not making me the fall guy for Uh, telling uh, these kids they can't play sports. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him, but I am curious to say in place for a reason. Every decision can't be made by the governor. Okay, well, give us the list of the ones you want to make and the ones you don't want to make, and then stick to it. I was going to say, I mean, up until that, he pretty much we've decided had been a dictator. (laughs) Until it comes, until Until it it comes to making coaches, uh, parents, Parents. uh, students mad. That's that's the bridge that he won't cross. You so know, now we know. Population. It, well, yes. Yeah, we wondered at, at what point on the record. Took forever. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. Uh, he did announce yesterday that Kentucky will draw on he being the governor, as if that's the only person we've been talking about since March 15th. Kentucky will draw on federal money to create an eviction relief fund to keep people in their homes by reimbursing landlords for missed rent payments. The governor said he signed an executive order. Setting up the system aimed at protecting people in jeopardy of eviction while keeping money flowing to landlords. The fund will draw on $15 million sent to Kentucky as part of the coronavirus relief assistance. Okay, here's here's what I think should happen. If you did not, if you were not able to pay your rent and your landlord gets the relief fund, You should not be relieved of your rent. Your rent should be taken out of your unemployment checks once they're paid if you still have not received them. Because I don't think it's fair that people just who don't want to pay their rent, all of a sudden the government's going to step in and pay because that's too easy to say, oh, wait, 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 there's been a declaration signed, an executive order. I don't have to pay my rent. Somebody else is going to come pay it for me. And I've gotten all this extra unemployment money. So much of all of these assistance programs have turned into because they're a um, they're nearly impossible to properly vet mm-hmm. and suss out the real need. They mm-hmm. turn into these bloated. They get so abused. That's right. So my question is, I have I have some questions about this, and I would not dispute that this is needed in some cases. Absolutely. But I want to. But question number one is, to what end? Mm-hmm. Right? Where where's how long are we going to do this? What's the settle up? There has to be. If you dance, if you go to a club, a nightclub, you go to a dance hall, 
and you dance all evening, there is a thing at the end of the night called paying the band. Mm-hmm. Right? Band's been playing like the all entire evening. Da, 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 you're having a good time. Eventually, the band has to be played. And when is that? Where is that? Mm-hmm. And how is that done? It just can't continue being a one-way street. Some, uh, You know, like the old town that was full of one-way streets mm-hmm. and everybody left town mm-hmm. because it was there's got to be two-way streets. Well, and, and I don't I mean, think we have so many. easily reimbursed. You're going to have the name of the tenants and the address of where the federal money or the state money, the, the whatever money this is, coming to help. The landlords, and I want the landlords help because they've got mortgages to pay too, that should come out of their tax refund until it is paid back to the government. But I am not a fan of somebody getting away with not paying their rent just because we had a pandemic. Especially infinitely. Because where will the where it, when do we when draw? Okay, stop? this right. is this is enough. I'm here to help you in a hard time, but eventually that needs to be reimbursed back to the taxpayers. An initiative called Raise Your Guard is urging Kentucky residents to get their families back on track with scheduled immunizations. You know, we went for a few months there when we uh, you know normal routine doctors visits got canceled or delayed, and then mm-hmm. getting them rescheduled has been you know a challenge because everybody's wanting in at the same time. So the campaign, which will run through most of September, is funded by the Foundation for Healthy Kentucky and various groups saying, get your immunizations back on track. So Dennis needs his distemper. It's time. I'm overdue. <laughs> hey, and our doctors, man, they're just uh, nurses. They're working so hard to catch up. Mm. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, they're just do, over just only, a, only yeah. a certain number of hours mm-hmm. in the day to get it all. Yeah. Accomplished. A reminder that the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet is doing a road cut today, uh, Cave Mill Road at Brandenburg Road in Litchfield, Cave Mill Road at Kentucky 259. They expect to have that taken care of by uh, this evening. And the state has told us that Grayson County Maintenance will be replacing a large uh, pipe on Caney Creek Road at mile point six tomorrow. The road will be closed 7 until uh, 7 a.m. tomorrow until noon on Thursday. So if you leave home, you just have to stay at a friend's house. No, that's not true. There's a signed detour. They'll detour you Shoo. around you gotta it. you got to get out tonight. Mm-hmm. Make it back Thursday. No, yes. If you go to the pickle station and try to cut through, you have to pull your camper. You'll have to camp somewhere <laughs> along through there. A northern Kentucky man is facing jail time and a hefty fine after twice violating a Canadian quarantine act. 40-year-old John Pennington of Walton was discovered breaking Canada's COVID-19 regulations while in Alberta. Americans are prohibited from visiting Canada due to the pandemic, but Pennington was seen at a hotel in the Canadian province. The next day, Pennington was seen at a popular Canadian tourist attraction. He's going to get fined. and uh, How'd he get in slap. if we're prohibited? Oh, they'll, Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, they're not standing at the border going, you, no, you, no, you, no, you just, it's kind of like the honor system. But I thought, uh, he's so goofy. I want him standing at the border. Like, if you guys serious about it. Doesn't he know Canadian bacon is just ham? If he had just right. stayed home, he uh, could have eaten ham instead of going to Canada. Hey, bacon's not all that special. Goodness gracious. We got to get to a break. Today's Where's Quacky is coming up. Also, snack time right ahead. You're on in the know.
Today is Kiss and Makeup Day. It is Secondhand Wardrobe Day. And it is Banana Split Day today. Sorry. Kiss and Makeup Day, <coughs> Secondhand Wardrobe Day, Banana Split Day. And congratulations to Brenda Carby Stinson. Brenda Stinson knew that Quacky spent the day yesterday at the new Clarkson City Hall and Community Center. Yeah. It was a little bit uh, confusing. If you didn't know exactly what you were looking at, you might have thought that could have been at Grayson County High School. Or at the Clarkson Elementary School. Or at the Clarkson Elementary School, that's true. But the quacky was across the street. Here's another way that you could know. That you could know that it was not Clarkson Elementary School is because you can see out through the doors into the parking lot, and that's not where a car Ah, could park in front of Clarkson Elementary School. So there are things going on in the background that can be helpful as well. So congratulations to uh, Brenda. She knew Clarkson City Hall, and as a result, she wins. Her very own duck in the ducking hunger regatta. It's quite an olfactory experience in here at the moment. I can't wait to get to your snack segment. Can I get a pine tree? For that door, Sam. Mm. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, boss. All right. So here's today's Where's Quacky. Mm. On the K105 Facebook page, you'll see this photo posted in the comment section. Mm. You tell us where Quacky Mm. is spending Mm. the day. Easy. And if you are one of the correct guessers, you'll be entered into a drawing to win your very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up on September 7th at high noon on K105 Digital Productions. You'll also win a K105 t-shirt. You all want me to keep talking or do you want me to move on? I think you need to let's, move on quickly. Need to move on? Something I was on. not prepared for this. Uh, K- <laughs> KFC is suspending its finger-licking good slogan because of coronavirus. There will be no doors opened. There will be no windows cracked. Can you repeat the KFC thing? Because I do. I have your attention now yeah, with the KFC but, thing. But you don't understand. I heard suspend and KFC. And I need you to go back. I blacked right. out for a minute. I'm They're back with do you. What? Well, to be to be clear, you're the one that created the stink in the studio. I hate it. I'm sorry. Listen, I look, I'm never bringing. Listen, you've been a you've been a wonderful addition to the show on the days that you're here. Hold on. But there is a difference in being a professional and being able to maintain your composure. I can't. I even can't. when conditions are not ideal. I didn't sign up for this. Even when air quality changes for the worst. I can't breathe. <laughs> yes. Okay. Max KFC. Even Dog. when pollution goes sky high. <laughs> KFC said in a meeting yesterday that their 64-year-old slogan, quote, doesn't feel quite right because people should not be licking their fingers during the pandemic. Don't be so sensitive, KFC. We depend on you to tell us to lick our just, fingers. Just stay in your lane. It's mm. finger do licking good. Do you do. Sanitize, then lick your fingers, then sanitize again. Okay, we're so going to make Reba the colonel, but we're going to have an issue with that. Okay. <laughs> right. This is where mm-hmm. we draw the line. This is the yeah. hill they die on. <laughs> or George Hamilton or whoever yeah. we're going to make the colonel. And all of a sudden, then they do that. Now, Dennis, your segment is coming up in just a moment. Okay, yeah, but, take your time. Uh, but I need you to... I need you to this is where I, we may could lose you. Okay. There's a point of the show where generally we do lose you. Yeah, oh, definitely. And this is probably the moment. But remember, snack time is right after this. So I need you to I'm bring gonna, your A game. Okay. I'll be professional. A Krispy Kreme employee got creative and glazed a donut 
<laughs> 25 times to see what would happen. Oh. Oh. De- Dennis is hovering above his body somewhere, <laughs> looking down on himself like 25. a 25-time glazed donut. The goodness that it would be. I could feel I mean, how heavy that is. He just right? kept running it through. It weighed seven and a half pounds. <laughs> see? That's now, I don't know that to oh. be true. I just made that up. But can you imagine a glazed donut that had been glazed 25 times? Yeah, that's diabetes. Yes. Would that be in the vending machine? Uh, surely. It would topple over. But you'd, over have to go to, to you'd have to go to North Carolina first. All right, Dennis, snack time. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Dennis is the chief culinary technician for the show. Uh, he has been sorting out, vetting the various snacks to make sure that well, I mean, he got off to a rough start, but he's totally redeemed himself. Oh, mm-hmm. Not today. Now, Dennis, before before you move forward, uh, I know people couldn't really watch during the break, but you masked up, you gloved up, you mm-hmm. got, you prepared our snacks. Okay. There's a photo of that of people Thanks. showing. The okay, food. Misty. There's the moment he let the stink out. Okay, he opened that bag. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, let's clarify that, here. There's, that's <laughs> let's the clarify. That, I didn't let stink out. <laughs> Lays did. <laughs> Laser. There's the moment the pollution and air quality changed okay. in all the right. studio for us all. But before, before mm. we move on, though, Princess Tiana has decided that you are not properly prepared for the show when you do your segment. Mm. Mm-mm. So kind of a knock on my show prep, or <laughs> Dennis, uh, if you could just unplug your headphones real quick because I don't want them to feed back. Oh, you took them off. Okay, okay. very good. <laughs> He's ready. Okay. And I'm gonna unplug. <laughs> All right, you, you cannot you cannot do your segment without. What is happening right now? <laughs> really? Yeah. Look at that! Wowza! Let me fix my eyebrows real quick. You got your own what? What Thank Taylor? Thank you so much. When Taylor was little, she said that was your cooker hat. That's a good <laughs> cooker hat, Jenny. Princess, thank so, you. <laughs> so you have a chef's cooker hat now, and you can put your headphones back on over the top of it. Pretty It'll squish it. That's right, Swedish chef. <laughs> okay, it take me a minute to find that. That's part. all right. So. We've got all day. It's really. I, I don't need the, the show is in last. Can you get the hat okay. in the picture? <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. I don't want to, you know, it'll be, be taxing on your anything. Now, but. let me ask you before you set sail on your snacks. Oh, okay. Do you feel more properly prepared now? Oh, I really good. do. That's so um, nice. I, I can't say thank you enough to everybody. I, I really feel like this is a major award, <laughs> and uh, re- really it's uh, it's something that you kind of work for your yeah. entire life, and then when you get the right. recognition from your peers, it's something that you just think, hey, I don't really know what to say other than to thank the team. It's not really just me, but I want to thank the team around me. Hey, yeah. hey. Oh, snacks. We're, okay. we're hungry. Hey, snacks. Even if it stinks, okay. we're hungry. It stinks in okay. here, snacks. Thank you all so much. we got to open a door soon, so <laughs> I want to start with this one. This one is the uh, Nashville Hot Chicken Flavored Lay's Potato Chips. Now, you all talked about Lay's a little bit yesterday mm. from the different cultures. Yeah, this is yeah. the culture of Nashville. So They are a culture. No, Listen, so these, I hope you have some. I'm afraid of these, and you're going to make me do so it first. So it smells like warm, stale beer on a Saturday night on well, Broadway? No, I'll tell you what this smells like. <laughs> Oh, you all, this is so bad. This smells like bachelor party on a Saturday, bachelorette party this on a Saturday night. This is what night. my son's tennis shoes smell like when he doesn't wear socks. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It is alienating at the onset. 
So I like the spice, but the chip itself tastes like shoe leather. Okay, well. Is it just crunching in my ears or can everyone hear the crunch? I don't know. I think it's probably annoying to many. It's really the worst thing we've had. I would do the sweet corn pre no, again before I would do no, that. They didn't no. smell that bad. No, I'll take this better. I'll take this before the before the. Pre-work. I will, too. I think they but, got better as I, as I chewed them up. Can I get a stick up in here? One of those gel things. Okay. That yes. A renews right it, deuce it. Yes, can hey, I get, or a little pine tree hanging off of the microphone? That's not bad. The longer, uh, but the longer that it's it. It's the middle. The that first one bad. dulls your senses. Oh, my yeah. goodness. The middle tastes like shoe leather, and then the end is just hot. I wouldn't recommend chasing it with coffee. <laughs> or any, I wouldn't, I wouldn't chase it down and eat it. Is oh, definitely cleanse your palate with some water. Can we move on? <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, can we get I want to go to what I really believe the smell is. Not the chip. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dennis, what did you decide on the Nashville hot chicken? Were you I like it. Okay, okay. All right, good. I'm just making sure. Thank you. Right. So you don't think the smell came from the, the chips? No. I thought the smell came from the chips. I'll, okay. I think right. it is the new M&M popcorn flavored. We talked about this on the radio mm-hmm. yeah. several weeks back. Let Let's see. take a whiff of Let that bag see. real quick. Oh, my gosh. It is the popcorn. Sorry, Lays. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you got to smell the bag. No, it's, it's in here, too. It it's smells so like my strong. son's tennis shoes when he's not wearing socks on a hot, sweaty day. Mm, that's appetizing. Mm. I'm sorry about this smell in here. I am so sorry, Lays. And I was really excited about the M&M popcorn. Who's the guest tomorrow? Because I feel like I want to text them and apologize to them as well. Here, shake, shake me down some. No, okay. we'll, we'll get deloused before tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Princess okay, popcorn M and M's because I think some of, you maybe said that they do this in the movies. You put M and M's in the popcorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've heard of people doing that. Okay, oh, hold your nose. Now, but once you eat them, they're I'm going to tell you, they taste delicious. Yeah, they're smell very awful. good. Mm. The smell is taste good. Derby. Smell awful. And I'm a peanut M and M guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a plain M and M person, but those are good. But they smell awful. Oh, the smell is awful, you all. Open them up outside, let them sit for a while, then go back and get them. Yeah, you got. They taste. They taste real good. You could be. They are very good. But if you open yeah. that in a like a theater, you could be assaulted out of someone's knee jerk reaction because they think that you took your shoes off. You could be asked to leave by a fourteen year old boy. Yeah, I mean he's the usher, but I mean he might. Right, right. I'm gonna need you and your. Well, you and, your, if, and a fourteen year old boy is offended, you know you have really your contraband out of here. Oh, since this is my last wow. time ever being on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time so I get a gift, um, <laughs> the parting gift. It was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. <laughs> yes. Uh, three Musketeers birthday cake edition. So I have wow. a pre. I love birthday cake flavored things. Torn into pieces <clears throat> there for you. <clears throat> like the, Kelly Snyder loves all things birthday cake, oh, wedding cake, Kelly. cake, uh-huh. cake in general. Mm. Birthday cake, three Musketeers. Yeah. Never heard of such. Okay. But I'm liking it. Mm. And the more it's in there, the deeper the uh, the flavor. Huh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I when get it, it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when get it, it simmers, yeah. it, when it simmers, it's better. You got to let your mouth warm it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it begins to melt. The flavors begin to explode. You, sure you, just... you get after this one slowly to really enjoy the experience. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That that is true. Yeah, you don't want to rush through. Mm-mm. You want one musketeer at a time. Yeah. <laughs> want... Wow. It's good advice. Nice. <laughs> Solid advice, Uncle Mark. <laughs> Split it up into thirds. All for one and three for five. Don't, I think. Don't, don't, 
don't don't be so ravenous. So, about so it. you know, overall, don't windmill that one. Pretty good choices. I'm going to give you mm-hmm. a B plus. Yeah. On the day, which is the best letter grade you've ever received in anything. Yeah. My compliments to uh, me, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I think mm-hmm. B, B plus. Swedish chef. Now, I, I think, well, yeah, I may have to go A minus. I lost of the, the lung capacity with the smell of the popcorn. The hat may go that, A minus. Again, that was my bad. That was, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> okay, so can I, I want to add to the stew that we've got going on here. Oh, I would boy, love that. Yeah. We covered the Krispy Kreme. We covered the KFC. Lucky Charms is now selling pouches of their marshmallows. Mm. Just the marshmallows. People love that. Dennis shook his head like, oh, yeah, that's every day of the week. It's not a problem. Did you know this? I thought they did that with cereal one time. Like, they just did marshmallows in a box. Yeah, they did. And here's the thing that I don't like about this is when you sell the end of the rainbow like that in bulk, then you are creating a culture that's always looking for satisfaction. Like, they expect mm. great satisfaction in everything. Sh- you got to go back to when we grew up, and it was like, if you found one more marshmallow in the box. You can't go uh, straight like to the marshmallow. For it. Yeah, you can't go. I got it. You had to work it. for gratification. Sure. Uh, and uh, finally, this segment, because we got because uh, Greg Milby standing by with his report today. Uh, I'm going to marry together the Lord's chicken. Okay, very good. And man's best friend. Oh. Great video online. A dog brings its owner's Chick-fil-A from the restaurant to the car. There's a new video going viral. Dog with a patriotic bandana wrapped around its neck comes to the (laughs) Chick-fil-A drive-thru, grabs the bag, and then takes the bag of Chick-fil-A back to the owner, back to the car. Must be a rescue dog. Must be. It's... Rescue, rescuing rescuing the Lord's chicken. Freeing the Lord's chicken. It's good. Very good. Hey, hang around. Greg Milby standing by. It's the Kentucky Derby Festival Virtual Festival. Uh, day number two report standing by. Right ahead. You're on In the Know. Hey, it's Greg Milby, community storyteller, and this is the official Kentucky Derby Festival event, the AT&T Virtual Morning Line. Tanya Ablin, Vice President of Corporate Communications at Churchill Downs, is my guest this morning. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, Greg. Hello, everyone. Tanya, it is obvious this is a unique year for Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby. Uh, let's talk about the crazy. And I'm going to put that in all caps. Crazy process a little. Crazy, yes. Oh, from re- Every letter capitalized, absolutely. From rescheduling to reducing to now eliminating spectators for the running of the Kentucky Derby, it has to be stressful. Tell us a little bit about it. You know, I think... Things are happening so quickly, and, you know, we're not the only ones experiencing this. Every decision we've made, we've made in real time based on the best information we have at that moment and what we feel confident we can do. And because of the ever-changing circumstances, those decisions have changed from week to week sometimes. And I, rem- I think back to, you know, in March um, when the pandemic was first sort of hitting the U.S., and I remember we did a, a call with our investors and specifically saying, you know, we, there's no reason why we would – project this to affect the Kentucky Derby this year. And two weeks later, we announced the new date. And so, you know, I think that just goes to show how quickly things changed earlier this year. And then, you know, deja vu uh, through the summer, preparing for the September Derby and really feeling confident that we could pull it off. Even two weeks ago, announcing our new safety protocols and our new occupancy numbers and feeling so good about that. And then quickly, circumstances changed in Kentucky and Jefferson County, and we had to adjust. And we were always very transparent about that. You know, we'll change every, we'll change everything up to the date of Derby Day if we have to, just to assure the safety of everyone involved. And unfortunately, it came to that, and it feels really strange for multiple reasons. First of all, it feels strange to be having this conversation with you in August. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but then also it feels strange to talk about the Derby without fans because that's such a critical part of the magic and the legacy of the Derby. And I think that's we were so committed to, to trying to make that a part of this year's this year's event too. You know, you mentioned that that uh, the fans. You know, the Derby is. I, I, it's weird saying this. It is uh, John Asher would probably he would have uh, he would have smacked me across the head. But the Derby is so much more than just even a horse race. It's a showcase yeah. of fashion. Uh, so my question is: Is will my neighbors judge me if I wear my bow tie and seersucker jacket at home on September the fifth? <laughs> hope not. As a matter of fact, do you encourage your neighbors to do the same? Because in order for, you know, really what we call that unbridled spirit of Kentucky to be able to be a part of this, we're going to have to do it in our own way. And we're going to have to do it at home. And, you know, we did that, I think, uh, in, in May, for the first Saturday in May, as that date started to approach, we started to think of ways that people could participate at home. And if you'll recall that first Saturday of May, and I also have to point out, most beautiful first Saturday in May I can remember for many, many years. <laughs> um, unfortunately, to add insult to misery, it was such a beautiful Kentucky spring day this year. Um, we realize that this has become a holiday for many people, and we have to figure out a way to celebrate it. And I think the same applies this September is, you know, we're, we're going to have this race on national television. NBC, you know, NBC will still broadcast, so there's a way to watch and participate. But we'll have to figure out how to embrace those old family traditions, those personal traditions in a new way outside of the track. Of course, you know, you can always bet on TwinSpires.com. I've got to throw that in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can still participate that way. The fashion, the food, so much of that is such a critical part of the legacy of the Derby and how we as Kentuckians celebrate that. And so I really do hope that you wear that bow tie and seersucker suit and, you know, tell your neighbors to do the same. <laughs> all right. So, Tanya, how can listeners find the details, all the information they would ever need to know about Kentucky Derby 146? Uh, well, you know, you, we have KentuckyDerby.com is a really exciting interactive site. If you're a social media person, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know, we, we keep people updated that way. It's been an interesting year because so many of those things that we typically celebrate about the Derby are now, have now been taken out of play. So we're pivoting a little bit and trying to think about how to have those events at home. And we just, you know, I feel like on the first Saturday in September when those horses are loading and usually when we have that anticipation and every one. You know, it's one of those sports where everyone's yelling at the same time, but unlike other sports, they're not yelling against each other. We're all just yelling together, you know, for perhaps a different horse, but we're not going against each other. So I hope as Kentuckians we can unite again on the first Saturday in September. I think we need it now more than ever. And, you know, wherever you are celebrating, I hope we feel that energy and that, that we commit to showing the world the best of Kentucky. Tanya, thank you so much for your time this morning, and uh, and happy Derby. Happy Derby, Greg. What a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. All right. It's, it's got to get better from here, right, with the Derby. There you go. All right, that's... It will. It will. You mentioned John, and I think of him all the time and what he thinks of all of us. We miss him. Oh, well, that we do. That's Tanya Ablin. She's Vice President of Corporate Communications at Churchill Downs. Visit KentuckyDerby.com. Also, their social media channels to stay up on the latest on the 146th running of the Kentucky Derby. I'm Greg Milby, and this is the Kentucky Derby Festival's AT&T Virtual Morning Line. you know, Dennis is going to perk up at this, did you know tablecloths were originally meant to be used as towels with which dinner guests could wipe their hands and face? So you didn't have napkins, you just used <laughs> Can we get tablecloth. back to that? So I'm not wrong, Sarah. <laughs> Dennis said, get back. <laughs> get back. You never left.
I mean, oh, don't do that. Don't. That's a fancy tablecloth. Oh. Ha! Never left. <laughs> Tell me. Today's water cooler question. The water cooler question is back. So uh, kind of what we've decided is uh, Beach Bend is going to be open weekends through, I think, September 19th or something like that. So you have weekends left of warm weather and of being and the park being open. So we kind of liked the idea of these family reunions. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you 10 tickets to Beach Bend if you can solve today's water cooler question by calling wow. 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Please don't sell them. If you want to give them away to somebody, give them away. But don't don't sell them. We're yeah. giving them to you, so you give them yeah. to someone. And maybe if you have 10 family members that you all want to take and make a day of it, the governor says, by the way, you can have a gathering of 10. Yeah. It's actually illegal to sell them in my courtroom. That's so um, you better you best be careful. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand ten tickets to Beach Bend. If you know the answer to this, when married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was the number one answer? When married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was number one? Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. When married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was number one? Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Ten tickets to Beach Bend. Up for grabs. Dennis, it looked like smoke was maybe rolling off of your brain. You were thinking very hard when that happened. And now that your cooker hat is not on, I can see that smoke. He's drawing pictures now. like Wafting from you. This is a Pictionary. <laughs> what does that say? I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> uh, uh, no comment at this time, please, sir. <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence? Yes, I just did. Could you, could you repeat the sentence? <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. All right you all must right. have been in a spelling bee. You know those spelling bee tricks. A Bible drill. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Ten tickets for grabs. Up for grabs to Beach Bend. When married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was number one? Misty, pick a number between one and six. Six. All right, six it is. That's Whitney. Good morning, Whitney. How are you? Good, how are you? Doing very well. I forgot to say, ahoy. That's my new thing when I want to talk to uh, Ahoy, Whitney. Uh, what, when married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was the number one answer? Loving. Loving is unfortunately not what we're looking for. Sorry, keep trying. Call back if you like. Let's go to Steve. Ahoy, Steve. Hey. When married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was the number one answer? Thoughtful. Thoughtful is not what we're looking for. Keep trying. By the way, the first two guesses so far have been sort of in the wrong direction. Well, that's what I was thinking. Now, listen, Dennis, when you play, you have to play like you're not talking to Sarah, but you're just you're just truly okay. Yeah, this is not an opportunity to just simply pander to your wife because I wrote perfect. So I just yeah, I, right. I'm like, mm. Mm. 
Okay. He, he is describing Sorry. his spouse. You've got to play like you're all the other people okay. that got it wrong when they got married. <laughs> so think like her if she's answering for me. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. And, yes. Okay, so we're going to give, before I take the next call, I'm going to give you an opportunity to jot something down. Mm-hmm. Do you have an answer locked in? I don't want you to be unprepared when the roll is called up yonder. <laughs> I don't want you to. <laughs> I need the saint marching in. <laughs> Come on, saint. <laughs> Ahoy, Whitney. What's the answer? Honest. Honest, Honest. is also still in the wrong direction. Francis. Good morning, Francis. I mean, ahoy, Francis. What is the, uh, what is your guess? Good looking. Good looking is, hey, hey, good looking. Not what we're looking for. Sorry. Uh, Steve, what's your guess? It was going to be good looking, but I'll say, uh, honest. Honest is also still wrong. I was hoping he'd say bad looking. Lisa. What's your guess, Lisa? Funny. Funny is you put funny and you put the previous answer together, you get funny looking. Neither are correct. Neither are correct. Sorry. I'm curious to know what Dennis locked in. We're still playing Pictionary. He is struggling with. Okay. (laughs) 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. For those of you who have just started paying attention, when married people were asked to describe their spouse using one word, the number two answer was sweet. What was number one? What was the number one answer? Whitney. Yes. What's your guess? Dependable. Dependable is... Wrong direction. Sorry. We got to... Ten tickets right down the drain. Bail out. Ten tickets still, still holding them. Stubborn. Oh, stubborn. stubborn. Oh, that's a good one. The number one answer. Because people went stubborn. Oh, but sweet, but sweet. I mean, stubborn. But, but, you know, but sweet. Yeah. Got it. I think I just took Sarah Cook's answer. Stubborn. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Well, the way to a father's heart is through handwritten notes. Dads won't often admit it, but they love handwritten notes from their children. The messages don't have to be long and complicated either. Just a few quick lines that speak from the heart, something special he's done, a fond memory, or tell him the influence he's had in your life. Your dad is much more likely to throw away store-bought cards. I've done it, unless there's something meaningful written inside. Dads love to hear that they've made an impact in their kids' lives and that you appreciate their hard work. You can't buy a more meaningful gift, and unlike another tie, he won't throw this gift away. If you're a dad, remember this. Your children will also treasure the personal notes that you write to them. You probably connect with your kids when you're roughhousing or wrestling on the floor. But don't forget to express your love through tenderness, too. Write a few quick lines that highlight what your child is doing well, even if you'd like to see improvement in some areas. Tell your children what you love about them. Handwritten notes with their unique scribbles connect us with the person who wrote them. Texts and emails are useful, but they don't connect us at a human level. Every once in a while, put the pen to the paper and say, I love you. To help your family thrive, go to FocusOnTheFamily.com. I'm Jim Daly. Oh, hey, look at that. 
This whole street is covered with yard signs congratulating new graduates. Huh. Could you imagine graduating and starting the next phase of your life at a time like this? Yeah. They're probably thinking about the same things we were. Friends, fun, and what's coming next. Yeah. You know, a tablet is perfect to video call their friends and family or stream their favorite shows. Exactly. And you know, at Bluegrass Cellular, they have a great deal for those embarking on whatever's next. Save $300 on any tablet with the purchase of any smartphone. A new tablet would be a perfect match for new grads. No matter if they stay at home, enroll in school, get a job, it would support them the whole way through. And they can count on Bluegrass Cellular to give them an awesome deal. And all of us to wish them the best on whatever's next. Bluegrass Cellular, your community, expanded. Look around your home, and there's probably something that was made right here in Litchfield. Leggett and Plant is a worldwide corporation making a wide range of products, including sofa sleeper and reclining hardware assemblies here at home. A portion of your Ashley, Lazy Boy, or England furniture might have been made by one of your neighbors. Join the Leggett and Platt team today. We are a one-shift operation with competitive wages, incentive pay, benefits at 90 days, and a discount stock program offering after six months. Applications for production trainees are available in the front lobby with a convenient drop box. So stop by the office at 435 at Embry Drive and start your path to a career with Leggett and Platt. We need 30 new trainees immediately. So join the team where our motto is, we work hard so you can rest easy. Leggett and Platt is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran and disability employer. MB's point to ponder for today. What wise life lesson have you learned along the way? What wise life lesson have you learned along the way? Misty, anything come to mind immediately? Yeah, absolutely. You know, my favorite quote that's not scriptural is, Maya Angelou's, uh, believe somebody when they show themselves to you the first time. But my, my life lesson is this. Do not share your story with just anybody. Okay. Because not everybody's there to help you. But instead, they will use that to hurt you. So if you are, are looking to share your story or you need help, you take that to your, your pastor, you take that to your parents, you take that to a sibling who will always protect your story and guide you in the right direction. All right. Dennis? I would say um, be the first to forgive. Mm. Be the first to forgive. Take the initiative. No, no, Put your pride aside. Be the first to forgive. Relationships are... are um, too important, and uh, you need those to, to move on in life, especially through times like this. Put your pride aside. Forgive and forget and move forward and build new relationships. And here it is, kiss and makeup day. Oh, look at you. So, Sarah. along the, along the lines. Uh, my wise lesson that I've learned is it's it's more of a... It's more of a hypothesis, but but I think I've, I've come to know it as fact, mm-hmm. is that I am convinced in life, after living this many years... That sometimes the clouds in the sky, they look down and say, hey, that one's shaped like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not pointing a finger at you, Dennis. Is that why you lightning know, strikes? <laughs> do we have to post the show today <laughs> afterwards? Maybe it's pointing at bomb. me. 
I post those. I could be bought. On television tonight. Got another one of them candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky candy. Uh, America's Got Talent on NBC tonight and the 2020 Republican Convention. Uh, also, I have to make sure and point out, Dennis, you all are hosting Man Up Ministries tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Uh, 6.30, food outdoors. Everybody bring your mask. We'll be socially distanced inside and out. Uh, worship begins at 7. And Dr. Bryce Meredith is giving his testimony as part of the worship service. So 106 East Walnut this Thursday, 630. I know that was all important information, but could we get to the manna from heaven at 630? Manna from heaven in, at In my description, there was... Chick-fil-A sandwiches for the guys at 630. Oh. Is that true? That is true. Ooh. But see, he... he... <laughs> I was left out of that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be just the old dinner on the ground type thing. I'm coming by with my husband to get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we really, really are long on time, but I must ask the question. Yeah. Using Misty's imagery, will I just be able to walk around and pick one up off the ground right. whenever I want? Right. Oh, no. Right. We'll have everything pre-bagged and tagged yeah. and uh, handed up with the mask and gloves. Yeah. So. If you pick up a sandwich, you have to stay for the testimony. That's my rule. <laughs> yeah. oh, I or you end up in my courtroom. We'll, I, we'll have I a fence. Thought yes. based, upon, based upon the way I was talking about getting the sandwiches, you were about to say you have to stay around for the test, <laughs> <laughs> the COVID test. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... We're going to lead everybody into the worship center by saying we've got more sandwiches. Yeah, see, uh, yeah. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1944 during World War II, Paris was liberated by Allied forces after four years of Nazi occupation. Birthdays today, Sean Connery is 90, Gene Simmons is 71, Tim Burton is 62, Billy Ray Cyrus is 59, Blair Underwood is 56, Rachel Ray is 52, Dennis Cook's arch nemesis, <laughs> Jody Messina is 50, Claudia Schiffer is 50 today, gone but not forgotten, Alan Pinkerton, first private eye, uh, born in the state in 1819, Leonard Bernstein in 1918, Monty Hall in 1921, Regis Philbin in 1931. Just recently lost, Regis. Mm -hmm. Let's find a chart topper. See if we can get the chart toppers out of the way. We could go ahead and skip up to the 70s or 80s. That'd be great. This is uh, this is Bob Wills from 1946. Yep. It's the new Spanish two-step. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but Dennis, what was it like, like for you? When we were stuck with the old Spanish two-step. I like your perspective. Really, it, this just takes me back. You know, my granny taught me the, the single step. And I so I'm a, I'm a traditionalist. I like to stick to the traditional step. But when the two-step came out, the kids started doing it. So I'm letting them kind of carry that tradition, but I am also teaching them the original. I see. So you, you really are a purist with the single step. I am. In all ways, keep your path straight <laughs> with the single step. I got it. Mitch Miller, number one, the state 55. By the way, I just realized, just learned that the sheriff did not like my chewing into the microphone. Yeah. He found it extremely annoying. Uh -huh. So look for that to be a daily segment. Uh. ASMR. Is that is that a um, – let me think about it. Go ahead. I want to hear chart toppers. Okay. Let's go to 1964. We're really out of time for chart toppers. Uh, 1964, uh, the Supremes. 
Where did our love go? 1973, Helen Reddy was number one with Delta Dawn. I'm going to call foul on that because that's a Tanya Tucker song. It's not a Helen Reddy song in my mind. Uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, number one this day, 1982. Yes. Dennis, I would highly recommend taking the look of Survivor in that video. It's got praise team written all over it. Okay. It's got berets, leather jackets, bandanas tied around the leg. I think that's the look that you all need to rock. Tight fitting jeans at church. Lenny Kravitz in Ain't Over Till It's Over in 91. All my jeans are tight fitting. I was going to say, you don't have to try for that look, you know. Lone Star, What About Now, Knock You Down, Carrie Hilson, and Maroon 5, Girls Like You, two years ago today. All right, there we go. Uh, Thank you, WD-40. Thanks so much for letting me stay on for the entirety of the show. (laughs) For coming on, and bonus time. Oh. Dennis, you get you get extra today. Thank you. I'll share more popcorn M&Ms with you guys <laughs> on my way out. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you sow. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you sow. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show from Misty Thomas. For Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. WK.